Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of Anthropocene Reviewed and The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. Azah Holmes never intended to pursue the disappearance of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett, but there's a $100,000 reward at stake and her best and most fearless friend Daisy is eager to investigate. So together, they navigate the short distance and broad divides that separate them from Pickett's son, Davis. Azah is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. Turtles All the Way Down is a brilliant novel about love, resilience, and the power of lifelong friendship. Buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. Thank you, Turtles All the Way Down, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and... That can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic so that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it trust your gut with seeds ds01 daily symbiotic go to seed.com slash alana and use code 25 alana to get 25% off your first month that's 25% off your first month of seeds ds01 daily symbiotic at seed.com slash alana code 25 alana thank you seed for sponsoring today's episode of morning ray Well, well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Hmm, Doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. Selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... As easy as pie? Sure. All you have to do is enter your license plate or VIN. As easy as a stroll in the park. Okay. Then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds. As easy as singing. Why not? Schedule a pickup or drop-off and Carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot. As easy as playing guitar. Actually, I find that kind of difficult. But selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... Can be. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Alana, Alana Ray, or Lanny, whatever you really want to call me, I'm for it. Thanks for listening to the first episode last week. I'm honestly so in awe and so grateful for all of your responses and support. I was really scared that only one of you would listen and over a thousand of you listened to the first episode, which is incredible. I'm feeling so loved and I just really did not expect that turnout. So thank you. I'm so excited to see where this takes us and I hope you are as well. 
Let's get into our segments, and I'm so excited. So our first segment is our weekly intention. This week's intention is to be present in what is happening in the now. To take each thing you are doing right now, and instead of constantly looking into the future, be totally present in that moment and live in that moment. Don't let your mind wander off to the big event that's happening this weekend or the next big project or just having to get through the week to get there. Be really focused on what's happening right now, whether it be spending time with your dog, a loved one, going for a walk outside, working on your school assignment, doing some work tasks, whatever it may be, be present in the now. The next segment is what my therapist said. This week in therapy, it definitely was a bit more of a deeper session. Definitely cried a bit. I haven't cried in a few weeks. Some emotional and sensitive things were spoken about, but I'm honestly really happy that they were spoken about and I feel like it really helps me understand why I feel the way I do and kind of how my relationships, both platonic, so like friendships and also romantic relationships have played out in the past and how they continue to play out. And it kind of gave me a little insight on what was happening happening and why it was happening and where it really stems from. So a lot of the times the way that we think and the ways that we process things go all the way back to our childhood and how we were treated when we were younger and our relationships with who we looked up to. What we were speaking about was a lot of how I feel about my relationships with people I had in high school and the reason why I maybe felt that way and why I'm not really feeling that way with new people entering into my life or people that are outside my bubble per se, like my social bubble, the Jewish bubble of which I live in. But what you really want to think about is if you have struggled with relationships, whether they be platonic or romantic, and the same sort of things keep happening, really think it through. Is this a pattern? What is this pattern? What character traits do these interests have in common? Interests as in the person. If these relationships are toxic, what is it that is making them toxic? What experience in your past have led you to act the way you do in these relationships? For example, I constantly feel like I don't have enough experience or I'm not good enough for that person or I'm just not good enough in general. Like I'm not cool enough. I'm not hot enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not experienced enough, whether it be in a job or maybe sexually, whatever it may be. I just feel like I'm never good enough. And this was due to me feeling like I had to show up when I was younger or that I wasn't as experienced as those in my inner circle. I was definitely a late bloomer when it came to everything. I didn't have my first kiss till grade 10. I was also a lot younger than my sisters, so we didn't really have much to relate on and I felt like I was constantly behind. What I'm trying to get here is that we can rewrite the ending of our stories and if we stop comparing ourselves to others, whether it's just in our own head or if we're discussing it in conversation with others, this can really contribute to a low self-esteem. So what I also learned about is that there's a difference between self-esteem and self-confidence. So self-confidence is kind of like your outer persona. It's how you show yourself to others versus your self-esteem is your internal conversation with yourself. Typically, if you have a lower self-esteem, you may dislike your body, you may feel like you are not good enough, you may compare yourself. 
I'm actually going to take a look at the document that my therapist provided me with because I feel like it would be super helpful for this. This is what the document says. Self-confidence is more about having confidence in your ability to do something. To be self-confident means to trust in yourself and your abilities. Someone who is self-confident can rise to the challenge and seize new opportunities. For example, you can feel confident about your work or your ability as a chef but still lack self-esteem. Self-esteem, as we have seen, has to do with your emotional appraisal of your own self-worth. This feeling can develop over a lifetime, causing a multitude of problems from bad relationships to feeling belittled by people. Some tools to improve a low self-esteem could be the acronym FAST. So that could be be fair, no apologies, stick to values, and be truthful. Some common examples of low self-esteem may include hating yourself or feeling angry or frustrated about who you are, being obsessed with being perfect. I definitely have experienced this multiple times. I still do. And I think it might be like my OCD tendencies, hating your body, feeling worthless, being overly sensitive, feeling anxious and fearful, constantly feeling angry and trying to be a people pleaser. I definitely would say that I have been obsessed with being perfect, still do sometimes. I have disliked my body and still do sometimes. I feel like it's more prevalent, especially now with social media. I've felt anxious and I definitely have been and still struggle sometimes with being a people pleaser. But anyways, back to what I kind of wanted to wrap this up in. I've been through a series of relationships and my therapist was trying to help me kind of figure out like what is the common characteristic that each of these male figures or these interests have had that kind of are common among them all and why do I keep finding myself in relationships with people like them? And this does lead back to my childhood. The two things I want to leave you with are that you can rewrite your ending. You can rewrite the ending of your story. And it's really important to stop comparing yourself to others. And I know it might be hard, but you are exactly where you are supposed to be. And who you are is what makes you uniquely you. I think that's something that I need to work on. And if you feel anywhere near the same of how I feel about myself, and my relationships, both platonic and romantic, if you feel like maybe you're never good enough or you're not experienced enough, think about rewriting the ending of your story and stop comparing yourself to others. The next segment is tip of the week. So this week's tip is one that I really wish that I knew sooner. It is to utilize your school's librarians when you need research for your paper. I know this sounds really nerdy, I really, really know, and I know the library doesn't seem like a cool place, but I promise you this is a lifesaver, especially when it comes to your time. Time is so worth investing your money into, but luckily this is free. So I reached out to my marketing librarian. I'm a marketing major, if you didn't know. And I shared a little bit about my project that I was working on. At the time, it was my research paper, and now I'm also doing it for another project. But I shared a little bit about my project, what the professor was looking for, and what my topic was that I was going to be speaking about. The librarian was then able to help guide me by providing credible resources, including the citations of those resources. 
She provided me with databases I could check and how to search for what I needed to know and what I was looking for, as well as specific journals and peer-reviewed papers that they found focused on what I was looking for. This was super helpful and definitely saved me a lot of time and helped me find a lot more credible resources. As you know, sometimes it can be tricky to navigate the whole realm of peer-reviewed journals and all that sort. I really recommend that you check out your school's librarians and see if they have something that could definitely help you because I had no idea about this. My next and final segment is my current favorites. I have three favorites that I want to talk about. And if you've been following me on my Instagram, LannyBFit, or on my TikTok, Alana Ray, you would know these three products very well. The first is the Pharmacy Honey Halo Ceramide Moisturizer. This moisturizer just was released, and let me tell you, I am in heaven. I got it with the Sephora VIB sale, and let me tell you, this cream is creamy. I like to wear it in the morning, and I apply it with a little bit of my Indeed bronzing drops. It leaves my skin looking glowy and feeling really hydrated. It's also not too thick and doesn't leave you oily or shiny. It's just a really nice natural glow. And the ceramides really help protect your moisture barrier, which will help prevent and protect against mask knee, which I know we're all struggling with. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My next favorite is Blossom CBD Oil, which is made with MCT oil, Lion's Mane, and Rishi. It really helps me with my anxiety and also... A little bit of added focus. With the CBD oil, there is no high, don't you worry, and I like to put it into my coffee. It doesn't have any flavor when you add it into your drinks. You can even put it under your tongue, but you do taste it a little bit when you do it that way. It's not terrible by any means. 
But my favorite way to have my Blossom CBD is frothed in my cashew milk, poured over three shots of espresso. So I just make my morning latte with it. And it also helps prolong the caffeine similar to my coconut oil trick because of the MCT. My third and final favorite, and it's very festive and on point and on trend for what's happening right now, but it's Starbucks Christmas drinks. My favorites are the chestnut praline latte. I'll typically do this with almond milk and half or quarter sweet. And I like this both iced and hot, depending on my mood. The caramel brulee latte, same ordeal as the chestnut praline. I know that the caramel brulee has dairy in it because there's dairy in the syrup, not syrup. The caramel brulee sauce. So any of the Starbucks flavored sauces typically have dairy of what I know of. So just know there is a little bit dairy, but I do order this with almond milk and I found that it hasn't hurt my stomach or anything. So now we're going to move on to a little Q&A. I went to Instagram on both my personal Lanny B Fit and the Pods Insta Morning Ray podcast and asked you guys to send in some questions related to today's pod episode. So let's get into it. I thought it could be a really cute way and good way to kind of engage you guys in the episode and make you feel included while getting to answer some things that might be front of mind for you. The first question a listener asked is, how often do you let yourself sleep in? I'm really one to be intuitive. At least I'm trying to be more intuitive with my working out and my eating. And I've decided to bring this into my sleep hygiene. So I typically sleep in a planned once a week, but sometimes this may be more. I've been finding that both on Saturday and Sunday, I let myself sleep in a little bit. But a sleep in for me now is not really like a sleep in for most people. Because I wake up at 6.30 a.m. every day during the week, my sleep ins are more like 7.30, 8 o'clock now. I don't really feel the need to sleep until 10, 11, 12. I'm kind of over that and I like to have my mornings. So I would probably say around two to three times a week and it's typically around Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The next question that a listener asked is how to deal with disruptions to a morning or night routine and how to get back into it. Life isn't always going to be super predictable and things are constantly changing. For example, I sometimes work super late night shifts as late as till 12 a.m. or I have a super early shift at work or an appointment of some sort. It's really important that you are agile and quick on your feet. I like to choose in those circumstances the two or three things that I'm going to prioritize. Some days it's a little 10 minute workout or stretch. Some days it's ensuring that I do my skincare. Other days it's that I have a really good breakfast. I never like to skip breakfast. So it's just learning how to be agile and quick on your feet and learning how to switch things up, not to let it get too into your head about it because life is always changing and you need to learn how to adjust and adapt quickly. And I feel like that's something that we all really learned this year with the pandemic and our lifestyles changing without us even knowing before it happened. But definitely how to get back into it when you do have that time is to literally just jump back into it. The next question a listener asked is, did you gradually start waking up earlier or did you start immediately waking up at 6.30 a.m.? 
I used to sleep until 11 a.m. Eventually, in second year, I started waking up at 10 a.m. And then it became 8 a.m., 8.30 a.m., kind of just stuck around there. And occasionally, I would go through periods where I would wake up earlier. Um, Particularly last year, around this time, I started doing super early F45 classes, like 6 o'clock, I think they were, or 6.30, something along that line. And I did really like waking up early, but as of recent, with this 6.30 a.m. wake-up routine, I just jumped into it. Yes, I'm crazy, but I just did it one day. I was like, I just want to wake up at 6.30 a.m. tomorrow, and I'm going to do it. So I made sure to get into bed early that night, and I just started. I know I'm crazy. I know I'm psycho. I know I'm abnormal, but it worked, and here I am, and I wake up at 6.30 a.m. every day now. The next and last question for today from a listener is how to avoid hitting snooze. I used to be the queen of hitting snooze. I used to hit snooze three, four, five times until I would eventually get annoyed of hearing the alarm and get out of bed. But I'm going to tell you how to stop doing that and how to get out right when the alarm goes off and get your show on the road. Here is how you avoid hitting snooze. It's the tip you've all been waiting for. When your alarm goes off, as you're hitting snooze, you're taking the covers off, you're opening your blinds, and you're getting out of bed. Next, you're going to want to make your bed, and you're going to want to get changed. The second you're changed, the second your bed is made, the lights are on, the blinds are open, the odds of you falling back to sleep and crawling back into bed are slim to none. Moral of the story, as soon as the alarm goes off, get the fuck out of your bed. Now we're going to go into the core part of the episode, what you came here for, what you clicked on here for. This is my morning and night routine. I thought this would be super fun to talk about and to dive a little deeper and speak about. You guys love seeing them on my YouTube and TikTok and even on my Instagram Reels, so I thought it would be fun to just make a podcast episode solely dedicated to this so we can really get the nitty and gritty of what I do in the morning to wake up and start my day and set myself up for success and what I do at night to wind down so that I'm able to have a really good sleep and prepare myself for the next day. I was obviously inspired by the queen herself, Lauren Everett, and sometimes Lauren Everett's Bostic. I love her morning routine solo pod episodes on The Skinny Confidential, him and her, So obviously, I had to have my own since I love my morning and night routines. I found that was how I really connected with her, and maybe it will be a way that you can connect with me. So before we get into the nitty and gritty of my morning and night routine, I want to tell you two of my favorite tips on how to get off of your phone so that you are able to do these routines or find your own. So my first tip is to utilize the bedtime app. Now, this is an app on the iPhone. I'm not sure if Android has something similar, but I'm sure there is something on the app store. I like to use the bedtime app to set a bedtime, a wind down time, and a wake up time and schedule it kind of for the week. You can choose to do different times for each day, the weekend, etc. I really like to utilize this app and I spoke about it last week a little bit. So definitely check out that episode if you haven't already. Tip number two is to utilize downtime for the screen. 
I also spoke about this briefly last week, but I like to do this and set it to be from 10.30 p.m. to 6.50 a.m. so that I'm not on my phone before bed and I am able to really relax before bed and start my day without being on my phone mindlessly scrolling. It helps you control which apps you lose access to for certain hours. You can even set even more extreme restrictions by not letting yourself turn off this once it's on. My morning routine has existed for two years now. It has changed a little bit. It changes a little bit every day, and it's kind of just shifted to be at 6.30 a.m. from when it was originally at 11, before that it was 10, etc. So I wake up at 6.30 a.m., I get out of my bed, and I open my blinds. I also turn on my lamp because it's still dark out with it going into the winter months. And then I make my bed. I think it's so important to make your bed. It really helps clear your space, clear your mind, wake you up. It's just a really good way to start your day on a productive note. I will then get changed into my workout clothes. I will typically grab anything Lululemon, of course. And then I'll head to my washroom to wash up. I'll brush my teeth and do a little pre-workout skincare routine. So I just like to do a little micellar water because sometimes I have some leftover mascara that has smudged while I was sleeping and it's also just really refreshing and wakes me up. I'll then put on a little bit of my CeraVe moisturizing lotion followed by some mascara and brow gel. I really like the Ilia Limitless Mascara and the Milk Makeup Kush Brow Gel. I use the brow gel in Grind. And yes, I do put on makeup before I work out, but then I really don't have to put it on later because most of the time I don't sweat it off and it just makes me feel a little bit put together and better. But there are days, don't get me wrong, if I know it's a super sweaty cardio workout that I won't put any makeup on before my workout. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches, any meal, honestly can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I will then head back to my room and take my vitamins. I like to take Slippery Elm, which is great for digestive health, B12, vitamin D3 with K2, and evening primrose. I will then head to my bed and I will journal. Lately, I've been using my own prompts, which I have now started to release on my Instagram at LannyBFit. So definitely go check those out. But I definitely like to focus on setting an intention for the day, a positive affirmation, and always including what I'm manifesting. After I journal, I'll head downstairs and I'll typically make a warm lemon water, warm lemon water with green tea, or lately I've been really loving having iced lemon water with chlorophyll. After grabbing my lemon water of whichever sort I have it, I will head into the basement to do my workout. I've been liking to do a little 10-minute warm-up walk on the treadmill, and then I'll do a Pilates class via the Pilates class. Yes, it's called The Pilates Class with Jackie Kingswell. I really love her and her workouts, and I follow the Satisfying to Intense program by her. Once I'm done that workout, I will walk either indoors or outdoors, or sometimes I'll skip this step. After I'm done my workout, I'll head back upstairs and I will have my breakfast. Typically, it's either a protein smoothie or protein oats. I'll have this and then I'll hop in the shower. I don't wash my hair every single day, but only when it's sweaty or greasy, which is typically around two to three times a week. But I do wash my face and shower every day. In the shower, I will cleanse my skin with my Inkyless Salicylic Cleanser. And then once I'm out of the shower, I will, of course, dry off, moisturize my skin, get into my clothes for the day, and then do my morning skincare. I already cleansed in the shower, so afterwards I will follow up with my toner. I really like the Indie Lee C0Q10 toner. And then I will follow up with this soothing serum to help with redness. Then the Pharmacy Honey Halo Moisturizer, which I will mix in with my Indeed Bronzing Drops, followed up by my Peter Thomas Roth Max Mineral Lotion, which is my sunscreen. Sunscreen is so important to have on your face every day, and it really helps battle any sun damage and protect against anti-aging. So that is my morning routine. After I do that, I will most likely sit at my desk and do work, run errands, head to work, whatever it may be, but that's my morning routine. Now on to the night routine. The night routine I haven't really shown as much, so I guess this is a little sneak preview. I hope to eventually do a YouTube video on this, but here is my night routine. It kind of changes every night, but I always try to include some of these elements. I always make sure to do my skincare, have tea before bed, and read a little bit. So let's get into it. The first step in my nighttime routine is to go downstairs and make some tea. I like having the dandelion tea from traditional medicinals. It's really calming. There's lots of benefits from roasted dandelion. So I highly recommend, but it definitely is an acquired taste. I have gotten used to it and I like it now. I mean, it's not something I would probably grab during the day, but I definitely love having it before bed because it is super calming to me. 
So I'll make that tea, I'll bring it upstairs, and I'll sit it by my nightside table while it cools down because it's just too hot for me at that moment. I will then head to my bathroom and I will brush my teeth and do my night skincare. Now, I used to never wash my face with a cleanser at night. I used to just do some micellar water and moisturizer and call it a night. But since dealing with mask me, I've been taking a little bit more precaution and a few extra steps when it comes to my skincare routine, especially at night. So I do a little bit of double cleansing. I mean, some people say this isn't double cleansing because I'm not using an oil-based cleanser first, but to each their own. So first I do my micellar water. I'll just take off my eye makeup and just cleanse my face. And then I'll follow that up with this rose water cleanser I've been really liking. It's by Good Molecules. It is a really good cleanser. It's super gentle and it really helps with brightening the skin and evening the skin tone, which I need because I have a lot of redness. I have a lot of scarring from my breakups on my chin and it honestly just feels really good. After that, I go in with a hyperpigmentation serum by the same brand and I focus that on my chin and jaw as that is where the scars are from my previous pimples. After the serum sets in, I will take my CeraVe moisturizing lotion and I will pat that into my skin, followed with my Youth to the People Dream Eye Cream. This eye cream is heavenly. I know it is super pricey, but a little bit goes a long way. I literally just dab my ring finger into the cream and then dot it under my eyes, and it looks like I have barely made a dent in it, and I've had it for over a month now, I want to say. After I do my skincare, I then head to my bedroom and I like to elevate my feet. My bed is against the wall, so I just put my back on my bed and then my bum and legs against the wall, kind of like think of an L. And I like to sit there until my feet go numb. Yes, numb. Why do I do this, you may ask? I look like a crazy person every single night and my mom walks in and always looks at me like I'm crazy, but it's okay. I love it. The elevating feet helps with lymphatic drainage, any inflammation or puffiness you may see, but lymphatic drainage, there's lymphatic drainage massages, but elevating your feet really helps to just drain everything out because you are standing upright all day. So putting your legs the opposite way really helps with that. It also supposedly helps with digestion. And I just personally find it really calming. Sometimes I will do visualizations of what I want my future to look like while I'm lying with my feet elevated, but it's just a really calming way to wind down before bed. After I do this, sometimes I will be scrolling on my phone while doing it, but after that, I will make sure to plug in my phone at the end of my bed. The reason why I plug in my phone at the end of my bed and not beside my bed at my nightside table is one, because of radiation, it scares me. Two, most importantly, it is so that I don't touch my fucking phone. Otherwise, I will be scrolling on my phone for ages, and I will be up till 1 a.m. or 2 a.m., so I plug it in at the end of my bed. It works around 85% of the time that I won't just lean over and go on my phone, so I think I might have to move it to my dresser or my bathroom, 
but I will report back on that. But definitely charge your phone away from your bed. After I do that, I will sometimes do cat-cow stretches. This is a Pilates stretch. It just feels really good and helps relieve any pressure I may feel in my back. And I don't know. I just really enjoy it. It's a really good pelvic floor exercise. You can also practice doing stomach vacuums, which are really good for your core. So I just like doing those. I do them in my Pilates classes in the morning. So it's kind of a nice way to start and end the day. I will then get into bed and I will read. I like reading on my iPad. I have an iPad Pro, which I set to nighttime mode from sunset to sunrise. And it goes on to dark mode when I'm reading in the dark because I like to turn off my lamp at this point which is really nice about reading on the iPad because you can read in the dark because it's lit. I'm currently reading Why Men Love Bitches. I love it. I spoke a bit about it last week. And let me just say I am learning a lot about what it means to be a bitch in her words. I will try to have my lights out by 11.30 p.m. latest. Ideally, it would be 10.30. That doesn't always happen. That is my night routine. I hope you guys learned a little bit of something from it. And I hope you enjoyed learning more about my morning routine. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the pod. I'd love if you guys would leave a rating, review, and subscribe. It really helps support the podcast. I love you so, so, so much. And we'll chat soon. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.